The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is again from Marcus Aurelius, book 10, chapter 16, uh, same one we did last time, and uh, this is the one-liner, stop talking about what the good man is like and just be one. And this episode, we're not going to analyze that. We're going to talk about a problem I have. <laughs> um, and uh, I would, uh, I'm going to lead, the reason why I chose this excerpt is because I want to lead with a uh, tongue-in-cheek um, modification of it, which is stop trying to be a good man and just talk about it. <laughs> okay. So I announced my intention uh, earlier. When was this? Maybe this is the, I don't know if this is last week or the beginning of this week, that I would try to do three episodes a week. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, instead of doing five episodes a week like I did last year. Um, and uh, I intended to do one last night, and I didn't. Uh, and I was trying to think about why. Um, and uh, I know the reason why. I didn't really have to think about it. But um, I have been putting a lot of pressure on myself to make each episode into like a full sheer, you know. And uh, and that's not what I want to do. Um, I, uh, you know, again, when I look back at the beginnings of this Stoic Jew uh, experiment before it was a podcast, then I would just, it would just be meditations. I would read Marcus Aurelius, uh, and then share my thoughts and, uh, and, and, uh, and then send them, you know, and they were much shorter between five and 10 minutes. And, uh, they were sometimes planned, sometimes not planned, but certainly not prepared. I didn't sit there and try to think about what I'm going to say and call all of the sources and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, and make a whole to do. Uh, and you know, over the year it became much more like a sheer. And I think I noted this even in the summer when I was experiencing podcasters block that uh, I felt that this was becoming too much of a sheer and I wanted to try to, uh, to find ways to remedy that. Well, the solution hasn't come forward yet. Um, and in fact, I discovered another aspect of the problem. Another aspect of the problem is I now feel, I don't know at what point this started, but I feel compelled now to specifically go out of my way to find Torah sources or Jewish sources to pair with everything that I find in Stoicism, you know? Um, and I feel compelled to do this because this is the Stoic Jew podcast. This is not just the Stoicism podcast. And I feel like if I record thoughts on Stoicism without explicitly tying it to Torah sources, then I'm somehow lacking in the in the in, in in the mission of the podcast. And I also feel, and this is again, I'm just sharing my thoughts here. I also feel like, you know, I've talked about what this podcast is about so much. And I say it at the very beginning of every uh every episode, you know, exploring the relationship between uh Judaism and Stoicism, that I feel like if someone were to stumble upon an episode uh where I did not tie this to Judaism, then people would somehow feel that it's like uh, false advertising, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and I, I have this, uh, overblown worry of, uh, of what that reaction would mean, you know, the significance of that reaction. Um, also my perfectionism is getting in the way. That's why I'm starting with this Marcus Aurelius quote is that I, you know, there's this problem I sometimes have of, of, you know, continuing to work on preparing something um, until I feel like it's worthy to present or, 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 or perfect. You know, I don't, obviously consciously, I don't think to myself, oh, I have to make it absolutely perfect because I know that nothing I do is perfect. But 
but you know, waiting until it's it's it meets my standards before I share it. You know, and that's one of the things that I have um, uh, talked about a lot with Johnny. You know, my brother, who's a writer, that. Uh, we both have creative professions. He's a fiction writer. We both have creative professions. And I always am, you know, very thankful that I, when I taught high school and now when I'm teaching uh, in yeshiva, that I have, I have to give sheer by a certain time, you know, because if I didn't, if it was just up to me, like it is up to him where he can just continue to write and edit and write and edit. And there's no, there's no deadline. I would just go on forever, you know, and the fact that, nope, I have to, wh wherever we're at, when it comes time for sheer, I'm going to, I have to give sheer. That's been a, a a lifesaver for me because it's forced me to to actually like present and produce, you know, uh, and that's also why for many years I had, including this past summer, I had the self-imposed routine over the summer of writing a one article each day because, you know, if I say, oh, I'm only going to write an article if I can, if it meets my standards, so then that could just go on forever. But if I say, nope. The, the article has to be up tomorrow and uh, no matter what, then I'm going to do it. Then that kind of forces me to do it. So I find myself in a situation where I need to lean in that direction here. Uh, and, um, and I think, you know, I, I like, in other words, I don't know what the solution is, but I, what I sense the solution is, is I think I have to just stick to the routine and share whatever I have, even if it's not accompanied by the best sources you know, I, I'll tell you how ridiculous it is. Okay, and this is this is just ridiculous. Is I feel a pressure not only to pair the Stoic excerpts that I'm talking about with Torah sources, I feel compelled to mine the vast literature of Torah sources for something that I haven't talked about yet. You know, like something I haven't quoted yet. And obviously, I have gone back and cited the same Rambams and the same you know Chazals, uh, you know, on, on several occasions. But like, I feel like I feel like that's a Betty Evid, uh, less than ideal situation. And I have to, um, you know, like I, I have to just, uh, uh, you know, be okay with with talking about whatever's on my mind. You know, again, the, I, I should frame these as med my own meditations, not as shiurim. And uh, and just be okay with uh, with with sharing that, um, even if it's not uh, a chiddush. You know, again, I'm falling into this whole pattern that I struggled with last year. Of I feel like I need to produce chiddushim, novel insights, new insights, and I have to remind myself that no, you know, one of the one of the um, you know uh, hallmarks of of my own Rebbe, Rabbi Moskowitz, and of Shlomo Hamelach, my my <laughs> my other Rebbe, um, is they repeat themselves. They repeat themselves because the mind, it's not enough to show the mind an idea once, uh, in order to make it real to the emotions, you have to repeat it. You have to look at it at different angles. And I feel like I, uh, I need to allow myself to be okay with just sharing those thoughts and, and, and doing this. And the reason why I, I, I couch this in terms of a modification of that line from Marcus Aurelius of, of, um, you know, instead of saying, stop talking about what a good man is like and just be one. And I said, stop trying to be a good man and just talk about it. Uh, the reason why I put it in those terms is that Marcus Aurelius, uh, you know, in his meditations, didn't wait until he had the perfect formulation uh, in order to write them down. Now, you know, he, he just wrote down what he was thinking. Now, granted, he wasn't doing it for publication, but imagine, you know, uh, it almost doesn't matter. Like, in other words, this is a problem. The problem I'm struggling with is a problem that people can have even when they are just in private by themselves, that they might not write down anything for their own notes 
you know, if it's if, if they don't deem it to be worthwhile or perfect, you know, um, and um, and you know, I, I know this because writers face this this uh, as well. You know, I've been reading a lot of um, Natalie Goldberg and Anne Lamott, and um, the advice that they keep on giving is write, 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 write. Just keep on writing. And they say this in terms of whether you're writing for publication or whether you're just writing in your own journal that people will will freeze when they're writing in their own journal because they want to write the perfect thing. And, uh, and, and I, it sounds like many good writers will say, no, the main thing is to, to just write. So, uh, I, I think I need to lean in that direction in terms of this podcast. Uh, and so that's kind of why I just decided to, you know, I've been like, okay, <laughs> just to give an example, you know, I've been ruminating over this next chapter, Marcus Aurelius 448, for a very long time. And like, I've been trying to pre essentially prepare a sheer on it. And I just have to, I have to push past that. And like, I think there's also this irrational feeling that if I, let's say like this, it's a great paragraph, by the way, that, that, uh, this next chapter in Marcus Aurelius, that, um, I, I feel like if I make an episode on it, there's this irrational feeling like, Oh, I've used it up. I can't go back to it again. Like if, if it turns out poorly, look, that's it. You've used it up. You've sent it out. And that's ridiculous. Like, of course I can, I can record another one and and come back to the same uh, paragraphs, and I have done that. So all of this is just <laughs> examples of me struggling with my own internal perfectionism, and it's 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 uh, in, impeding my ability to actually like advance in my own learning and and secondarily in in your learning because it's preventing me from from uh, recording episodes. So that's where I'm at this morning, and uh, again, I, I feel like um, just talking about this uh, in a public format will help me to push past it. And also if you have any suggestions as to how I can, um, I know you don't know my psyche, but maybe some of you have struggled with similar problems like this. Uh, and, uh, and yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, that is, uh, see, okay, here, here's a perfect example before we stop, you know? So I said, I'm worried about not including Torah sources right now. And, and that's why I don't just allow myself to talk. But the thing is, is so I didn't prepare any Torah sources for this one. But I did reference <laughs> the entire Derek of Mishle from Rabbi Moskowitz and Shlomo Melech that, that the only way to affect the emotions is by repetition from different angles. Now, I could have just gone, I could have quoted Sadigon where he says that in his Hakdama to Mishle and talked about how the intellect needs to talk to the emotions in a language that they understand and show it many examples. And, uh, and you know, I, I uh, th this just came out naturally. And I do feel like I should trust myself more that of course I'm steeped in, in Torah day in and day out. Even if I don't like uh, research specific Torah sources, there's a high likelihood that I'm going to frame this in terms of Torah anyway. So I should just allow myself, I should trust my intuition and just allow myself to do that. Okay. That's all I have to say for today. Um, I know this is more of a self-indulgent thing, but I feel like it is, um, you know, it's, I don't know, it's important for me which is why I'm making this. And it's important for you, which is the second reason I'm making this, I think to, to talk about these things outright, this is part of development in Stoicism and Judaism. And, uh, and that's that. So that's my justification. Slam the table. Okay. If you've gained from what you've learned here, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at Matt-Schneeweiss. And my Zelle and PayPal are MattSchneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor a day's or a week's worth of content, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at RabbiSchneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.